Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello, and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside me are the world-famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande, and all of them, I mean all of them, are down and out. So it's just myself here, Blue, and let me tell you guys this. We want to thank you guys for joining the show, Cannabis Talk 101, as we are the number one source for everything cannabis. Go ahead and check us out at www.cannabistalk101.com on all social media. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And let me say this. Advanced Nutrients is the first and only complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases of the vegetative and bloom cycle to bring your crops to their very true genetic potentials. Discover more at advancednutrients.com. It's advanced nutrients. Now, let me say this too, though. I got Freddie here with me, and Freddie, you've just been kind of like floating around a lot lately. You yes, know. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I almost feel like you're living on the show. <laughs> you know, the sidekick is. You know, and, and it's funny because each time you're here, it's like something for, for something new. And, and you keep popping back in, and it's kind of nice, though, man. I, well, you I, know, the team's on injured reserve right now. So, you know, sometimes you got to call the, the, the backups to get in the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, you know. The 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 fun part of it is is that you, you are so well spoken and and I sit down with you and, and I always love listening to some of your stories when you go into some of your legal battles or just the the, the different stories that you have and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun having you on the show but but uh, today we have something special right and and it's important that we we bring this up because uh, we we got to make sure that the industry. Uh, gets a word of what's happening out there we got hempcon coming up that's right tell us about hempcon well you know hempcon is uh when well, is hempcon how about well, that this next hempcon is going to be on april 15 16 and 17 in this year it's going to be in this lovely city of san francisco california and it's going to be at uh, one of my favorite venues, the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace. Now, have you been there before? Obviously, you have. Yes, we have. We've done several shows there, and it's always been an incredible success there. It's a great town, incredible hotels, food. It's a great place 
uh, overall, San Francisco. It's the Bay. Who doesn't like the Bay Area? You know, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, I, I've actually, you know, uh, remember Hemcon as being one of the first, um, you know, festivals or one of the first, uh, you know, cannabis influenceable events. And is this a B two B or B two C show? So the, all all the uh, events we've done at Hemcon has always been uh, uh, brand to consumer. Yep. So. Uh, and going back, B2C. yeah, we were the original festival that had back in the 215 days cannabis, cannabis consumption, and of course, uh, nonprofit uh, cannabis sales. Not, not for profit, doing business as a mutual benefit Correct. organization. Correct. Yeah, I hear you. And so I think we had like a good run of about three years before anyone else began doing any of these festivals. Three years. And, and, and through that process, I mean, let me, let's talk about some of the, the actual events. You know, what do they look like? I mean, because, you know, I know this is pre-COVID, right? Because COVID slowed everything down quite a bit. But before when you were doing these festivals, how many people were showing up to HempCon? Because I remember it being pretty huge, right? Yeah, there was two different worlds. There's two different worlds on all cannabis. There's pre-legalization and post-legalization. Yeah. So it's just two different two different environments. And it'll, it'll always be that way. And we'll always have these stories about, you know, the good old days or things of that nature. Um, but in our 215 days, we would set out 30,000, 40,000 people uh, across the three-day uh, event. 30, 40,000 people. Yep. So, you know, it's coming up real quick here, you know, April. And it's it's funny. It's the it's the 15th, 16th, and 17th. And, and I look at it, you know, that's right around 420. That's it. This, is, this will be our 420 show. Yeah. A uh, little history about HemCon. We've done 28 HemCons across the state. We've had over 280,000 attendees across that platform. We've had over 15,000 vendors. And this will be our 11th year in HemCon. Wow, dude. That long, huh? It's 11th it's, it's year? It's the OG of California. You're getting old, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, means, that makes you how old now? <laughs> it makes me at least 11. Yeah, yeah, at least 11 years, huh? So so let me ask you this. What what do you expect when you get there? I mean, is this is this a, you know, uh, uh, just a, you know, is it is it a parade? I mean, is it going to be uh, live events or is well, it more convention style? It's going to be a mix of both. Um, we're bringing in Cannabis Talk 101 to create a zoo environment and atmosphere. Hello. I expect the elephants <laughs> and the kangaroos to come the, jumping out, the, yeah. the circus acts and the flamethrowers eating flames. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, prior to the passages of Prop 64, these events were pretty consistent and they were pretty, pretty wild and out. And we haven't had many uh, B2C events. We've seen a lot of B2B events, and uh, High Times really hasn't produced many events in California. Essentially, you have the Emerald Cup, and I know the Kushdock in Southern California. But what we are able to do is bring back that B2C consumer environment, the culture, the music, the vibe, the energy, and just bring us back to that community, that communal smoke. You and you're, you're with your people, you're doing your thing, you're talking your thing, you're seeing the growth and, and where things are going. It gives a brand opportunity to, to, to interact with their consumer directly, to see that consumer, you know, try something and give their opinion right then and there. It's amazing. It's amazing uh, facet of sure. the program. You know, you know, you know what I, I, I love is, you know, it's different now, right? Like you said, there's pre, you know, legalization, and then there's now there's legalization. And 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 the Pop Brothers at Law would say that this isn't even legal yet, no. right? This is not legal. It's it's a band aid. It's it's a, they're allowing you to to use it, if you will, but it's not really legal. But 
what I what I'll tell you, I remember. I remember so many times where, you know, back in the day, people would be able to just, you know, fire up a joint and be afraid to get pulled yeah. over, to be afraid to be in front of, you know, it, to be afraid to be in front of the police officer. And and then now it's like, you know, you can almost just smoke cannabis and, and, and it's it's not you're not going to go to jail, you know, unless I mean, if you're driving or doing something stupid. But but I mean, like you can just like you can be stand if I'm standing out back my my office and I'm smoking a joint right now, there's not nothing no one could say to me. Correct. Like it's like smoking a cigarette. Correct. Right. And and, and, and it's funny. I, I, I have a, a, a younger daughter. She's actually at a, a come to work day. And, um, you know, she always identifies and we, she gives me a look about this scent that she'll smell in hotels or whatever the case may be. We have an unwritten conversation, but she'll look at me and she goes, you smell that? Yeah, and she knows so what it smells like. It, yeah. This new generation has become very, very accustomed <laughs> to it as becoming normalized, but not always normalized because no matter what happens, Everybody here, when getting pulled over, first thing you go is, shit, we got weed in the car. So it's not, it's yeah. still that bad. Like, Fuck, you got weed in the car. Well, it, it, that, that's a real thing, right? So, you, you know, you get pulled over, it's supposed to be in the trunk, right? I mean, you're an attorney. Um, I don't know if technically it has to be in the trunk. I just think it has to be sealed. Sealed. Yeah. And it has to be. Yeah, just like if you had a 12-pack of beer. Right. So it's just like it's just like a twelve pack of, of beer for example. The old trunk trick was our own search and seizure issue. So you know we always threw things in the trunk, so it's a lot more probable cause and less <laughs> chance of them seeing something than having probable cause to search your car. Right, right. Well, the the fun part is is that you know while people are are going through that process right now, you know I think a lot of people open up their their mouths and they don't understand you know their their rights or, or whatever. So they start talking about the um, oh well yeah I got I have some here and oh I just smoked some. Or I just did that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, you got a DUI. You got a yeah. <laughs> Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back, more with HempCon. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. 
So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law. Are you looking for high-quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is your trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at a fair price. Head to rocketseeds.com. Now, listen, Freddie, while we sit here and we, and we kind of go back and we, we, we laugh about, you know, the, the industry's changing, you know, <laughs> so we look at the, 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 the market before legalization and you look at what's been, um, you know, I guess taught to the market and then now how the, the market's developing, you know, the, the HempCon, you know, they put you into obviously as they're, they're, they're legal, uh, as a partner with them um, in, in, and as their spokesman. And, and so wh- where do you see it going, you know, in the next few years? Because, you know, as I've seen a lot of these events, we, as we know, some of them aren't coming back. Some of them are going to continue to be there. Um, what is the, 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 the kind of the rollout for, for, for a HemCon? So I'll, I'll answer your question in the, the way you phased it. Uh, um, first was, is what's the future? So the future is this is that the legal licensed cannabis market whether you go into licensed cultivation or licensed retail or licensed event has become very very costly and expensive so at the early phases of things you had guys who are in the cannabis industry decide to throw cannabis events like hitman started throwing chalice or dr k started throwing kush Talk. and so you guys you got guys who never really threw events starting to throw events sure and a lot of those guys have struggled because it's a very costly arduous process where I see the cannabis events moving towards is going to be the larger scale promoters stepping in and, and working it out and through. They're all scared of the B2C. So you see a lot of these bigger promoters working with the B2C because it's a little different. There's not really a sale. There's things of that nature. But I see the cannabis events becoming part of a larger scaled events like the Coachella and maybe the Coachella Green Grounds or like we did Cali Vibes with the Mercia and Weed Maps, those type of things where you're going to eventually have the B2C just like you have a beer garden. You know, let's go get sure. a beer or let's go get a joint. Sure. So so let me ask you, are you right now, is it legal for uh, the sales of liquor and cannabis at the same location? At the same venue, it's not. So that's where it, cre- it creates a lot of complexities. Sure. So a lot of times... The Why venue- is that? What do you, what do you think the, 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 the thought process was behind that law? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. You could buy cigarettes at all these damn, you know, these spots. I mean, what, what, what do you think that is? They don't want to mix in them? What? No, what it is and what it's been is when they drafted even Proposition 215, you had people who have no understanding of cannabis drafting legislation and legalization and things of that nature. And it's always been an uphill battle. When they first created the events law, they said only events will be held at county fairgrounds. 
Right. And so uh, Pomona said, uh, no, thank you. Victorville said, no, thank you. Costa Mesa said, no, thank you. So essentially it was done. Yeah. It, it was, was like, done. Beep. And yeah. so we had to go back and fight <laughs> and create a new amendment that allows a city to designate a venue to be allowed to conduct sales of cannabis. So now the city can make that. that a- so you got So if I come into Stanton, I got to go first find a venue and say, hey, would you like to do a B2C sales event? And they go, sure. Then I got to go to city council and present it to them. Sure. Then city council has to present something to the state, which says we will authorize them to do a B2C. Right. And then you have to have a promoter's license. Once you get a promoter's license, then you got to designate the venue and the date 60 days in advance. And then I have to identify each and every vendor that will be there. And then, and then they have to have licensing, obviously, and be able to, to operate from there. Correct. So a brand cannot automatically conduct a sale like the old 215 days. Right. Uh, Everything has to come through a licensed distro, and then everything has to be sold through a retail storefront license. So essentially, we're moving the retail storefront license to another location, like a delivery, and conducting those sales. And all that is for the purpose of tracking trace and taxation. But that's that's, that's the legal model. So almost anybody can do it, as long as you have some kind of uh, the city backing, if you will. The city backing, correct. And right. a venue that wants to do it. And a venue that wants to do it. Wow. I mean, that sounds like a, a lot of work. So in San Francisco, essentially, at this location on the 15th, 16th, and 17th, where is, where is it held at? We're going to be at the Cow Palace Arena Cal in Palace. San Francisco. Yeah, so, and I'll be there, by the way. Cannabis Talk 101 will be there. It's it's in stone as of today, guys. So uh, 15th, 16th, and 17th, come check us out at Cow Palace in San Francisco. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and it's KempCon. But but so the Hempcon had to get Cal Palace, uh, the first of all the city of San Francisco, right, to approve Correct. it. Then they had to get the location approved. Correct. Then they had to find a licensed vendor to to sell. Are, are they going to be doing sales there? Or yeah, one hundred percent sales. So you could be a consumer. You'll see a hundred, two hundred of your favorite brands. You get to see the newest and latest product gadgets, the the newest uh, uh, flower, their newest drops. Um, and also a big thing that's going to go down, which hasn't happened, is the Hempcon Cup. Yeah. So we are going, and we've had the cup for many, many years, a very prestigious award. Uh, we're bringing back the cup. So we're going to have a beautiful process for brands who want to enter into the cup. We'll have flower, concentrates, edibles, and different. Can I, be a, can I be a judge? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to be a judge. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be laid out halfway through. Did they send you a package at, at home? Or, you know, yeah, so what we do is we're going to have some guidelines going in. Um, but this is one of the most prestigious cups because you actually win it. The judges are judged on site, and it's a beautiful process because, you know, a lot of people put a lot of time, work, and dedication, you know, into their product, similar to uh, Stan from Cloud King. You know, those guys really yeah. do a good job. Sure. So, so you know, going through this, um, you know, the, 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 the cup, is there a lot of, lot of red tape? I mean, you know, I because mean, now, uh, obviously, you know, these guys that have been throwing events, it's kind of, it's easier. But if, for the guy that's looking, the entrepreneur that's like, yo, I want to go throw these at my own festival. What, what do you think? I mean, what, what are they facing? I mean, is it something that's, you know, realistic? Because when I look at, I'd like to do one, you know, here in Anaheim, and I just think about it, I'm going, juice because of Disneyland, there's probably a good chance that it's never going to happen. But, you know, I, I, I like Orange County. I want to throw it here in Orange County. Costa Mesa will probably let us do it. Right, yeah. Santa Ana. So, so what we what we see is the cities that are, have already accepted cannabis, you know, distribution, cultivation, retail, are more receptive to ho- allowing these events. And what you got to do is you got to find a really good attorney. Yeah. Who uh, knows his shit? What's your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> and you got to go to city council and not just explain to them what the event's about. Sure. But what what an event like this does to the community, uh, sales, uh, hotels, 
uh, brings a lot of tax revenue and things of that nature. So, you know, it's critical that you present to the city why having these events are important and what type of economic activity does it bring into the city. Sure. Now, do you find that, um, you know, they're going to look at the bad side of it and say, well, you know, we're going to find uh, this or that and they're going to try and beat it up too? A, a thousand percent. What know, does that look like? When they, what, what is their argument? Because, you know, um, I, you know, again, we're, we're all pro cannabis. So, you know, for us, it's kind of different, you know, we're going to have this, this, you know, uh, I guess one-sided opinion on a lot of things, you know, but there, there's gotta be some kind of, a, um, you know, what, 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 what are some of the, th the things that they would throw at us? So uh, politics moves slower than reality and legislation moves slower than that. So what has happened is, is that a lot of these cities have started to embrace what goes on in cannabis and that there's not mass shootings and people aren't dying all over the streets and people are not have needles of heroin in their, uh, of cannabis in their arms laid out. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so more and more as we inch closer and closer to normalization, the better chances that you have with these city councilmen. But you have mayors who've been city councilmen for the last 20, 30 years who have voted out cannabis the entire time. And sure. for them, they They're don't see the short-term benefit. You know, we look at cities that have a venue and a city that's small. Because take a city like the city of Adelanto. Those events draw tremendous economic activity. But for a city like Long Beach that has a lot of hotels and restaurants and things of that nature, bring it in, in conventions, bringing in a small cannabis event isn't that shiny. Yeah. For a small city, it's everything. Well, you know, and it's funny that they don't necessarily have to be small. I mean, they're, they're, they're at the point now where, you know, I mean, I, I, we, we did a couple of small ones, right? And I say small for us is like three to 5,000 people. You know, we, we could, you know, I think we did a, an event here in Anaheim, which, you know, the owners of the venue were very afraid, you know, and they're like, hey, what, what are you guys doing? We're like, where are we going to throw this event here at your place? And he's like, well, we only have like a 3,000 people capacity. I'm like, good. Yeah, so we only got 30 days to promote this, you know? So, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, okay, cool. And, and so we're standing there and, and um you know he's like well are you guys gonna sell weed we're like no we're not selling any weed here he's like okay cool are they gonna smoke weed i'm like probably you know and it's like well um you know is there gonna be like this and i'm just like look man people are gonna i said let me ask you this when snoop dogg comes to perform here on or or the game or any of the rappers that you have here because he has a lot of different rappers at his place and i'm like dude i've seen all your lineups i said do people smoke weed when they're here he's like hell yeah they do they, as soon as they go on stage they just fire that joint right up and go and i'm like cool well, that's what's going to happen here, too. I said, it's just going to be different, though. I said, and he's like, all right, cool. And, uh, you know, we, we, we ended up doing it with uh, Nate Diaz, you know, after his fight, you know. Yep. And, I'm not that party. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, we crushed it. There's like, we had 30 days to promote it. It was like 3,000 people there, and they're just going, the guy's like, will you please uh, come back and do this more often and this and that? I'm like, yeah. And, I, and he's like, but, what, you know, how does that work with my license? I'm like, dude, I'm not an attorney. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm the promoter, you know. I'll, I'll promote it, but you got to, you know, you got to talk about the these, details. These events have been lifelines for, for brands. Uh, most of the brands started at a 10 by 10 at a Hemcon. Sure. You know, uh, your Brass Knuckles, your Flavor X, all these guys started somewhere. The problem is, is a lot of these new companies started in legalization and, you know, you can't advertise on uh, billboards and you can't advertise on the Super Bowl and you can't do traditional well, advertising we did. marketing. <laughs> you know, we think outside the box. That's cannabis top one. You get a pass for everything. But, but, but a lot of these guys don't know where to put their marketing dollars. Sure. And so their consumers aren't really getting to them. And so you have a beautiful opportunity at these events to engage with the consumer, to, to show them what you got, and to lay it out on the line. 
And the beautiful thing about cannabis, it's hard to fool anybody. You know, I've said this once, I'll say it again. You can't suck with these people. Yeah. So when you're at these shows, you're putting your best foot forward, and, and they're going to see it, smell it, taste it, and try it. And then you got a customer for life. Yeah. Well, guys, it's Cannabis Talk 101. When we come back, more with HamCon and Freddie. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back, and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark, and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law, as we are your number one source for everything cannabis, guys. What time is it? Dime time. It's dime time, guys. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, Oklahoma. Dime Industries has been the leading trusted source for clean potents medicine using state-of-the-art hardware including premium food grade stainless steel glass ceramic plates and enhanced battery life the 1000 milligram cartridges are amazing check them out at dimeindustries.com guys that was a tongue twister so luckily i don't get paid to uh, read <laughs> back off the dabs <laughs> i didn't even dab today freddy god damn so anyways, look at man, going into it, you know, I, I really I really first of all admire, you know, people that are that are coming into space and doing something that other people don't necessarily know how to do. I mean, I, and, and I can't say that everybody has this or everybody has that, but but throwing festivals is definitely pretty unique, you know, and, and being a part of that. How long have you been a part of the the Hemcon? Uh from its uh, day one. So So were I'm, you the legal counsel from it or I was the legal counsel from it? Or with I, it, I guess. Yeah, for, or for it, it. Yeah, for a decade. Right. Um, and then I helped produce some of them because I have a you know uh, an events background going back to the early rave days. Oh, I know. I heard about that. Why don't you tell us about some of those? Yeah. So um, <laughs> we, we go back all the way to the, you know 1994 <laughs> NASA days, taking it all the way to the NASA. undergrounds in Brooklyn under the ah. bridges with with a lot of cool stuff. I was, and know. they're still, I might need one of those too over there. I'm over there watching these guys do neck neck break, and I'm like, damn, here we go. That's Stan the man over there. They call him a neck breaker. 
The neck breaker. Oh, you're going to have fun with Stan. If he's, is he coming up for you, you're going to have a blast. <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah, you're so. in trouble. I think so, man. That's coming up. So, so listen, so, so again, how, how far back do you go? I mean, you know, is this something that you've been, you've been doing for, you know, quite some time? Or? Yeah, I started producing events coming out of high school. I couldn't even get into my own events because they were 21 and over. And I started producing reggae uh, early. You said I couldn't stages. even get into my events. I, <laughs> I, mean, I had to sneak myself in. You had to sneak yourself in the back door, back door through the alley. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, so, so, I mean, did you have a passion for that? Because if I'm not mistaken, you, you know, you backed up a lot of artists. You've had uh, history with uh, many different artists throughout the years as far as entertainment and as far as legal and entertainment. Too. So I know you've done some of that. Give us some kind of a background on that. Correct. So um, I would say 30 years in event production and planning and presentation uh, on all different scales and all different genres of music. And then as an attorney, I represented a lot of festival producers and promoters such as Insomniac and Fresh and, and a Insomniacs. bunch of different, different cats. I currently represent Immersia and that whole platform of event producers. And, um, and then I represent a lot of venues. So... Uh, it became a niche, so if you needed to do a concert or if you needed a venue, and then we would represent everybody from all stages of that. So, so is this is this your your? I mean, when you went to 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 college or you went to to get be, become an attorney, did you say you know I'm going to represent artists or is it some? The, yeah, the, I thought I was going to be a music attorney. And, and you kind of, and you were for a long time, right? I I I was, but I wouldn't call it a profession. I called it a passion because when I came out of law school, we hit a recession, and um, they didn't have the type of jobs that I wanted. And I had tons of entertainment and music experience, except big law firms, you know, weren't hiring at that point. Yeah. And so what I was doing is I would start, you know, my own office and I would get an artist and I'd work them up and I'd build them up. And once they reach a certain level, their agent or manager goes, well, you can't be this law firm anymore. Do you know what I mean? Right. You, you, you've got to step out of it. And so it was always a tough thing. But what they always had was money to pay me when they got busted and arrested. <laughs> so yeah. it's almost like you pay me for they the crimes and I'll throw they, in the contracts for free. They found the money. They found the money. They found the money every time. And that's really how I how I landed into criminal defense work is is you know somehow they find the money when you get arrested well you know, it, it's 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 funny you know you you have your your life is now at jeopardy and you know you're like oh you're facing x y and z you know and if i'm not mistaken i don't know if you're even allowed to talk about this you're doing some pretty serious cases right now right yeah i'll be starting a murder trial march 1st did they find the money? They found the money. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they found the money. Yeah. They had to get me out of retirement, all that. You know, because I had, I had gone a year. I think I won five murder trials in one year, and I won top criminal defense attorney for the state. State and, of um, California? Yeah. And um, uh, and that's when I was doing that hardcore. And so when this case came upon, I only took it because I really believed in the case, and I think I can win it. And so it, it's it's nice to, you know, put the Superman cape back on and hit the courts. It, did, it makes me feel good. Did, 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 you know, it's funny because at first you were like, dude, I don't want to take this case on. You know, yeah. I remember I remember <laughs> you saying it, and I'm like, what? You got a case, you know? And then I was like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, you know, uh, what, what's going on, you know? In, in criminal law, I mean, in, in the way I practice laws, if I can't give you 100%, then I can't do it. And so at the time that these cases were coming up, I wasn't 100% in criminal law. I was doing things, you know, screwing out with guys like you. Oh, come on. <laughs> and, um, I'm legit. <laughs> uh, but this case, this case uh, uh, piqued my interest. And so I've been giving it 110%. It's really nice that I could really focus in on it. 
Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, it's it's nice to have, a, you know, I, I'm surrounded by attorneys, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, you know, you guys flock to me. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I got the Pop Brothers at Law. I've got you. I've got Dave Bramford. I got Dave this. I got Dave Barella. I mean, there's just like, I, I, I feel like I have like, uh, I, I, I seriously, I've got, I would say like nine, nine, literally nine attorneys that I talk to on a, every two weeks. You know what I mean? And it's just like. I don't know where they keep coming from. It's like, hey, Mike, hey, Dave, hey, Freddie, hey, Mark, hey, Craig, hey. It's just, I mean, and you guys are everywhere around yeah. me. You know, I think it's because you guys feed off me. You guys get some, <laughs> you guys get work off me or some shit. You know what I mean? Because, I, I, you know, it's like, I, I and it, I didn't always see that. I was just like, someone was like, you know, uh, I, I, I forgot where we were at, but they made, a, they made a joke. They're like, dude, there's, you know, he's like, look around you right now. I'm like, what? And I'm like, look around. He's like, dude, you got like seven or eight attorneys <laughs> next to you right now. You're the only one that's not an attorney. And then it was because a lot of people think I'm an attorney too because I have all these attorneys around us and it's just like you know I don't know what it is you guys just all you, keep you would have made a great attorney by the way well, you I, would have made a fantastic attorney well I think so I think I could have fought a You're lot of good crooked yeah yeah you can lie well yes yes I lie well I'm crooked that's 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 exactly why I'm not an attorney and you are <laughs> so listen Freddie uh, you know going through that I mean, tell me tell me real quick man when's HempCon um, you know what's going on we're out going there? to San Francisco yeah we're going to crush it Cal Palace, April 15th, 16th, and 17th, three days before 420 weekend. I know for sure Cannabis Talk is coming. The whole social is coming. The whole team is coming. Um, and we're going to rally the troops uh, and bring back ChemCon to its prime. You know, I, I'm very excited to, to see. I think right now there's probably 50 or so booths out there. There's probably going to be 150 booths out there by the time it's done, right? Correct. And, and so, you know, what kind of ex- expectance, uh, you know, pe- how many people are we going to see out there at HempCon? I mean, and, and what should people expect? One, one last time. I think we're going to sell out at about the 10,000 mark, but I think that's a good amount of people for an event like this. Sure. Um, expect uh, some of the biggest and best brands that you've always loved, and then expect a bunch of new brands coming in, a bunch of new technology, and tons of entertainment. Well, there it is, guys. Freddie, thank you so much for being here. Um, you, you know, like you said, on tomorrow's show, we got Stan the Man. Maybe you're going to stick around for that. I'd love to. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.